the strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm one with the force, the forces with me. Now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Well, let's start somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 199, recorded December 14th, 2023. My name is Joe Becker, one half of the KyberCast team. The other half with me? Well, I am Michael Diaz. How are you doing, Joe? I am back from Belize, thank God. Don't stop Belizing. Don't stop Belizing. There's a lot of that over there, too, by the way. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah, a lot of play on that word. Um, oh. <laughs> I had no idea. Let's just say I'll never... I would never move there. It's, well, it's 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 not a very rich country. Is it? It's not about being rich. It's just uh, I mean, like yeah, you go to it's the dichotomy is crazy. You go to I mean, the resort is great. The fishing's amazing. You know, right? Yeah, so tourism and then poverty, right? And fishing, yeah, a lot of fishing. There's bonefish there, which is hard to catch. So they do a lot of fly fishing, bonefish. Um, and I learned a lot, and uh, that's pretty cool. But let's just say you know standards of safety. Are not quite the same so when you're out with with captains captains on a boat a couple of boats we have three boats um and you're done shooting for the night and it's pitch black on the ocean like you can't see anything and you're flying at 40 miles an hour with no lights on any boat oh my god that that would freak me out and all of a sudden you look to your left and seven yards is another boat going the other way at 50 miles an hour and no one saw each other are you shitting me? No. I'm like, we're all dead before we got back. How no. long How long were you on the boat heading back in? 40 minutes. Oh, fuck that. That'd be four <laughs> minutes of terror. It was awful. It scared the shit out of me. And he's just like, yeah, no biggie. Like, yeah, biggie. <laughs> like, if, there's no warning. If I mean, that's no. like a combined 90 miles an hour. Yeah, it's, it's death is what it is. Yeah. Oh, we saw him. No problem. Bullshit. <laughs> I don't understand why I wouldn't just turn on some lights unless are they worried about pirates or something or I don't know. So we we don't need them. Okay. <laughs> and that's funny because Belize was actually a British colony, so they speak English. Don't uh, they? Uh, yeah, French actually took it oh. first. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Anyways. Well, I don't have any cool stories about near death in a foreign there's, country. There's no. There's well, nobody has cars. They all have golf carts. So like the golf cart nation is huge there. Unless it's a cement truck that's 50 times. So you're on the same road as a cement truck with your golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to take you to Secret Beach. All right. That's a 50-minute drive through potholes of hell like you're going through a war zone. Um, but the beach was beautiful. I mean, there's it's beautiful places, but like, man. And then then uh, downtown or the market, people just decide to like, I think I'll just pee here. I'll just do it. <laughs> okay who doesn't love the scent of <laughs> urine in the tropics yeah feral dogs Truth. you know one of our models like oh look at this cat I'm like do not touch a feral cat you idiot yeah don't do that oh. no yeah, there's a lot of bacteria in those things so other than that it was other, other than that it was great <laughs> wow but i don't need to go back like if you go to your resort like a rich person and you never leave it but then why go there you're gonna go to a resort in america 
You know, that's one thing. Some friends of ours said, oh, you got to go to Jamaica. got to go to Jamaica. But, you know, don't leave the resort. Well, what's the point, right? Okay, I have done that. But if you're going for like three days, two nights, you, you, I mean, it's all inclusive. You just, you just forget everything, and you're, it's good. Like you're not there to see the culture. You're there to like, right, right, right. Yeah. But, anyways, how about you? What'd you do this week? I did not uh, avoid death on a speeding <laughs> boat in, at night. Uh, I've just been getting ready for Christmas. I'm uh, woefully far behind, but. Yeah, we are way behind. Buying stuff for myself. That's probably not good. But uh, yeah, we're we have a weird one because we're not going to see the kids, and no, it's not that fun. Well, just tonight, our youngest came home from college, so two out of the three kids are here, and the oldest, uh, he thinks, apparently, he could not get leave for the holidays because there was a cutoff, which he did not know about. So uh, apparently, he will he is planning on coming after the first of the year, which. It works out better just because the flights are way cheaper. Yeah, no kidding. So, other than that, um, but she doesn't listen, so I can I can confess it here. Um, my mom, for her birthday in November, I bought her a record player. All because for my birthday in October, Shaylee and the kids got me a record player. Yep. And I told my mom about it. She's like, oh, my God, I would love a record player. I still have all my old records. They're just hanging out in the washroom. She has them up on top. They're all still, you know, vertical. Not vertical. Yeah, vertical. Yeah. She has them all. Yeah, she has them up there. But she's like, I haven't listened to any of these in like 30 years. She's like, I'd love to have a record player. Like Leonard Bernstein. Like what has she got up there? ELO. uh, Oh, cool. Some good stuff in there. There you go. Uh, the Partridge Family Christmas album, <laughs> wonderful. The the Grease soundtrack. Excuse me. Speaking of Christmas, later on we're going to talk about the uh, wonderful car, uh, Star Wars Christmas special. Yeah, we're going to so all our documentary. But before that, oh, go ahead. Oh no, just so I got a record player, and uh, she loves it. So for Christmas, well, so as I set up the record player for, her, we we played some records and. It was just blowing my mind. We're listening to records that haven't been touched. Now, I get it. If they're not touched, they're going to be fine. But she even had some records from like when she was like 15, 16. You know, those are 50 some odd years old. Yeah, that's and awesome. just, you pop them on, you know, I get a little couple snaps and pops. But she kept going on about, she's like, I wish I had the album with the Beatles. I bought that with my own babysitting money. The, is it with the Beatles or meet the Beatles? With the Beatles. Is that the second one or something? Yes, it's their second album. Correct. Okay. She's like, I bought that with my own money when I was, you know, babysitting money and all that stuff. It's reissued now. You can get a good 180, 180 gram one. Well, so she's talking about this album. She's like, I think my brother stole it and sold it or something like that, you know, years ago. She's like, I never know what happened. I know I have no idea what ever happened to it. So I'm like, well, everything has been reissued almost at this point in time. Yeah, all the Beatles have been remastered. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just saying anything that is classic. You know, like stuff like the Beatles, Zeppelin, all that stuff. It's all been reissued years ago, if not decades ago now. So I went on Amazon. I'm like, it's $27. Yeah. So click Christmas present. That's not all we're getting her, but she's going to freak out when she opens that up. That's cool. Cool, cool. I actually looked online on eBay to see if uh, I could get an original one from back in the 60s, but I'm like, you can't guarantee the quality no. and they're the same price. 
Yeah, it's it's not collect. I mean, even the one you bought from the old time wouldn't be a really good collector, anyways. They made so many that you'd have to get the first issue exactly. is the only thing, so it isn't even worth it. Exactly. So I was like, I can buy her one that might be scratched up for twenty seven dollars, or just buy her a brand new one. And I, I swore when I got into vinyl, it's not for collecting; it's for what I want to listen to. I don't. I'd rather buy a brand new. I don't care. I'm not here to collect them. Same here. Same here. So, well, what news do we got this week? A ton. Oh boy, so much. not really but the dune 2 trailer is out again i believe this is the third trailer uh it really makes it look epic it it focuses on you know like it looks like it focuses on basically almost the end of the movie because it looks like it's all battle right and then if you know the book it's not right if yeah exactly if you know the book there's really not a lot of fighting in the book now i accept that they that you know uh has probably taken some artistic license because let's face it in the book, as we both said, there's not a lot of action. Like, and even when there is action, it's like, and there was a battle and we won. Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk politics. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, but then we're going to have a debate over what, you know, the future of the galaxy is, and that's going to take 50 pages, but you know, I'll take two pages to say there was a battle and it was rough and we fought and we won. (laughs) So, I'm glad – I know we did it, you know, read the book as the book club a couple of years back here. Her one book club. <laughs> no, we no, no. Books. We did Ready, Ready Player Two as well. We read right. two books. Um, And I, I'm glad I read it, but I this isn't one of those situations where I think the movie's better than the book. And that's just me. I realize that's probably it – be. It's digestible. Well, I, and I realize I'm probably – heathen or a heretic for saying that most times people say the book is better than the movie but uh i i I don't know i'm really hyped for it i'm glad they moved it up a bit it comes out march 1st now it was supposed to come out in november i'm geeked to see it i plan on seeing it immediately in the theater how about yeah yeah for sure for sure in the theater can't wait it's good it's one of one of the movies i'm looking forward to um, a lot of blue eyes. If you notice the trailer, he goes back and forth between brown and blue eyes, so it's different parts of the time. Exactly, exactly. So you have to look at the little things like that and when, when they say it. Um, well, I'm going to skip around a little here. I know we don't have a lot of news, but talking about you know the book is better than the movie and the movie is better than the book, let's talk about a series of books that I think I just mentioned uh, the last episode. Right. The, Mur- the Murderbot series by Martha Wells. Love it. I believe there were, again, don't quote me on this, but I think we're on the seventh book. Uh, Six of them are novellas. The fifth one was an outright novel. Uh, Just means that the other ones are shorter. Um, Apple TV Plus has picked that up uh, as a 10-episode first season starring Alexander Skarsgård for The Murderbot coming to Apple TV Plus. And I got to say, I'm pretty excited about it. You're going to be a Apple subscriber at some point soon. Well, here's something. Okay, let's let's take a quick segue here for a second. I think Apple is finding their niche. Yeah, the sci-fi niche has been big for them. Yeah, well, it's, so they've got Foundation, which has been First season was good. I haven't watched the second season yet, but the first season I liked. Well, you can add this to the news. Uh, season three has been greenlit, so it's yep. coming back again. I didn't see that. Um, you're watching for all mankind. This is what the fourth season. Yep. And I'm watching uh, uh, Monarch. 
Monarch. There's uh, what now a second season of Invasion. Um, watch that. There's uh, what Silo, which is based on. I heard that was good too. I heard that was good too. So, I this is maybe this is their niche now. Don't get me wrong. I did. I have like you know Ted Lasso is fantastic. And anyone believes that that universe is dead is dead wrong. I completely <laughs> believe we're going to get another show in the Lasso verse. Maybe, but that's not sci-fi. But it seems to be their bread and butter right now. I mean, they've thrown a lot at the wall. They've got the morning show as well. But let's face it, Apple TV Plus doesn't get the cachet that he that Netflix does that Disney does. I don't even know if much as Hulu does, but they're they're carving their own niche. And if it's going to be all this sci-fi, you are. I am. You, you might be right. I'm. I'm. I'm intrigued. I'm. I'm a. I'm a freaking nerd. I mean, hello. We're doing a podcast about geek stuff. <laughs> I. I want to watch more sci-fi. Yes. Keep giving. And me it's quality. It's good quality. It's not just junk. You know. It's up to your Battlestar Galactica type thing even better in some right right and the last thing i mean sci-fi existed for the longest time but it was always basic cable low budget and yes they spent more money on battlestar galactica but they were careful about where they spent that money you know there, there were some episodes that were just you know they were good character-based episodes but you could tell they didn't cost a lot because they were saving them for other episodes right right apple from what i've seen is spending some cash Right, they're not. I mean, admittedly, it's easier to make a sci-fi show. I mean, Battlestar Galactica, the reboot is now. I think if it's not today, it was this week. It was the 20th anniversary of the first episode that that pilot, the miniseries they did first. Right, right. So, obviously, there've been lots of advances in special effects, CGI, and all that. But Let's face it, sci-fi shows nowadays look way better than even like Babylon 5. In the well, 90s. think of what well, digital has done that for them, right? So your cameras are cheaper. Everything's a little easier to do. So you can spend right. a little bit more money in um, different things. So, But I like the books. I love the books. Is Alexander Skarsgård the right person for this? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I will say this. I've been very impressed with his acting chops. We are three episodes away from finishing the show Succession. Uh, and somehow we still haven't spoiled ourselves yet. I know that it ended this year and there's a twist ending. We haven't spoiled it, so don't spoil it for me, anyone. I'm not spoiling it for you. No, no, I'm not saying you will. But he has been so much fun as Lucas in Succession. Oh, right. You know, the guy that's that was going to buy, you know, buy out Waco. And now yeah, all yeah. He's, he comes from, uh, first time I saw him was in um, uh, True Blood. True Blood, yep. Yeah. He was actually in uh, Generation Kill, which was a TV series HBO did as well, which was basically a series about the Gulf War. Yeah. He was fine in that. That was more of an ensemble cast. He was actually a decent Tarzan for that movie, actually. Too. I haven't seen that. I know he's in The Northman, too. Yeah. Northman is, it's okay, movie. Eh, just okay. It looks, uh, the trailer makes it look It's awesome. visually great. I don't know about the stories. Okay. But, you know, yeah, his dad is obviously Stellan Skarsgård. No, his brother is in other bunch of stuff. He was a Green Lantern, wasn't he? His brother. He, played the, he also plays the It clown. Yes, I know. He pay, plays Pennywise, and he was yeah. uh, actually the, the big bad in the fourth John Wick movie. Yeah. 
I'm pretty Bill sure. Kerr. I'm pretty sure he's in Green Lantern. I know Jeremy Strong is right. Let me see who it was. Yeah, Peter Sarsgaard. Peter Sarsgaard. Another his other brother. Who did he play? He played the guy who turns into Sinestro eventually. No, not Sinestro. He played the 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 son to uh uh Mark Strong turns into Sin- um Tim Mark Robbins. He, he Tim Robbins, the senator guy. He plays the son, like Hector, the little. The oh son. yeah, yeah. He gets. He's the one who gets like I don't know. In fact, the big head infected and all that. There's Peter Skarsgård. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. <laughs> Versatile actor. Anyway, I've spoken way too much, but Murderbot, Murderbot coming to Apple TV Plus, geek stuff. I'm into it. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see what it is. Uh, this last piece of news kind of came up in the pre-show, our two-minute pre-show. It's not like, guys, we don't game plan very well here. We just kind of go into it. Uh, I don't know what to put this movie under. Reality TV, horror, drama. Right. Uh, but I saw the preview for Civil War. And... I don't think I've ever felt so uncomfortable in my life knowing where we are in the world right now and the things that are going to happen in the next few years and choices that we make. But God damn, that looks, I guess Hollywood's looking at the world and so we better make money on this now before it's really real. Right. <laughs> but I, I love that uh, Nick Offerman's in it though. Yeah. I mean, come on. As a president. I'll give it this. So it's Alex Garland. Uh, if you're a nerd like us, you know he wrote 28 Days Later. You know he wrote Sunshine. Uh, you know he wrote and directed Ex Machina, which I loved. He also wrote and directed Annihilation, which it's – have you seen Annihilation? No. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, great visually. Um a strong, mostly female cast, and then also Oscar Isaac, which he's always fantastic. But uh, yeah, Annihilation's good. But once you realize that it's a allegory for cancer and fighting cancer, the movie makes makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. But the guy's fantastic. So now I've heard some early reviews of this film, and I'm not going to let that taint me. I just know that I usually like his work. Uh, this trailer, it did its job. It made me interested. It scared me a little bit because it seems a little bit too real. But um, I definitely plan on checking out Civil War. I I, I, I want to see it, but then I'm also afraid. Yeah. I'll get too, too, too into reality. Um, I feel like I need to see Oppenheimer before I see that, though. Like I haven't done my due diligence on Oppenheimer yet. Oh, I still haven't seen it. Yeah, it's digital now, so. Yeah, I feel bad that I missed it on Amex. Yeah, me too. All right, man. Well, let's go right into our, uh, that's it for news as far as we know. Well, hold on real quick here. I had Uh-oh. to look it up while we were looking. Uh, yes, Alexander Skarsgård's brother is Bill Skarsgård. Bill. He is the one that played Pennywise, and he played the big bad in John Wick 4. Okay. Peter Skarsgård is actually no relation. He's an American with the same last name. Get out of town. He's not like a third brother or something? No, he's American. Wow. So, okay. 
I was just curious. I had to look it up while we were talking. I thought it was his brother. Why wouldn't I? They do have another brother that's acting. I think three of the brothers act. And then obviously, uh, Stellan, who's their dad, who played the right. professor in Thor. He was in everything. Avengers. Yes, exactly. Um, he was in Goodwill Hunting. I believe he's in Dune, too, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, he's everywhere. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, he plays uh, Harkonnen. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name now. Yeah. Anyway. And then, yeah, the little blobby job of the hut thing. And then, anyway. and then you get, you know, walk in. <laughs> well, you know, if I you ever you, need a third career, yeah. uh, Joe. I want you to find him. <laughs> I can't remember what he said in the preview. I'm just pushing back. Uh, let's jump right into our geek this week. Michael, you've got another paragraph of things. Not a paragraph, but uh, I, I have to admit, I... Uh, Making it so, the uh, biography by Patrick Stewart, I, I just haven't had time to read it. I sent it back to the library. I have requested oh. it. Did No, I'm, I'm going to finish it. I requested it digitally instead. I find it easier to read. You just get the book on tape. Like That's worth the, like just listening to. It is. I love his voice. In fact, I mentioned on this podcast before, if he's ever on a podcast, I download it and I listen to it. I just love listening to him yeah. speak. I can listen to him for hours. But I don't, here's the thing. When I commute, when I used to commute to work regularly, yes, I would probably get the audiobook and listen to him tell the story. But I don't do that. And when I go on my walks um, at home, about half to three quarters of the time, Shaylee joins me. So I don't listen to a podcast. So I don't have, I don't feel like I could have the time to listen on audiobook. Right. Where, where I actually read the most, I, I still love physical books. I prefer them. But reading in bed at night, I've got the Kindle that you can change it so only the letters are lit up. Right. So I, I read in bed while Shaylee goes to sleep, and it doesn't bother her because just the letters light up, right? So I I send back the physical book, and I, I'm in the queue for the digital book. So when it comes, I will finish it that way. But until then, I'm currently reading a sci-fi geeky book that's under 250 or under 300 pages at least called A Psalm for the Wild Bill. Just started that. It's by Becky Chambers. And then at Shay's request, we have watched both Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan's two out of the three Batman films. Wow. Because she had never seen them. Really? Is she liking them? She loved them. She actually likes Batman Begins better than The Dark Knight. Really? Um, well, she thought The Dark Knight was, a, she goes, it was a bit much. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, uh, Heath Ledger was fantastic. But it is, they do up the darkness factor in the Dark Knight. But he also ups his voice in the Dark Knight. Yeah, we switched to in the... Who do you think you are? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which, I, I don't know how many it's times... It's almost campy at the end, by the time you get... Like, if, when you rewatch it now, uh, when he's got when he's swinging the Joker, what did you think they would do? He's like, he's like really... It's like, wait a minute, I don't remember being that campy. But it kind of is when you rewatch it... Um, uh, it's like he does the up factor while Heath Ledger is actually perfect. The, his tone doesn't change, but like, oh God, Ledger was so fucking good. Rachel, I mean, <laughs> I've uh, I don't know how many times I've seen that film. Um, it's great. Oh, it's so good. Like when it came out in two thousand eight, Iron Man came out actually a few months beforehand, and I've said this before. When Iron Man came out, I was like, that may have been the best comic book movie I've ever seen. Now. 
hindsight later, I'm like, no, he wasn't. The third act is weak. But when The Dark Knight came out, I was like, that is not only the best comic book movie I've ever seen. That is just a fucking great film. Yeah. So it's been a few years since I had seen it. So being able to watch it, not like a, not so much again, but experience it with someone who had never seen it before. God, no one was fucking good, right? He still is good, but. But that, but Heath Ledger made that movie. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like, 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 the other people are good in it, but, you know, the scene where he walks into the, the mob. He, 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 I know why you. <laughs> well, another thing I noticed rewatching this film is how much almost whole cloth they stole from Ledger for the Riddler in the reboot of the Batman. Yeah, there's a lot. I'm like, yeah, there's so much there. So much there. I do like I do like uh, that Batman though. I like how he played him. The new um, uh, what's his face? Pattinson. Yeah, the Twilight guy, Twilight boy, Robert Pattinson. He's done yeah. other things too. <laughs> no, I'm just giving shit. Um, and then uh, last but not least. It's been a month, so I uploaded a second episode of Our Geek This Week and realized I need to release them much more often than once a month. Otherwise, it's going to take well over a year to release them all. So I, I will be releasing them in much more timely fashion. But two episodes are now up. Check it out on YouTube, Our Geek This Week. By the way, do we even have a KyberCast YouTube? No, but we can make one. Yeah. I think we need to. I think maybe Michael and I will talk this through. Maybe our 200th episode. Maybe we'll do like the kiss unmasked. <laughs> we get to see what we look like. And then you'll never. Oh, do I have to wear a bunch of neon colors then? <laughs> yeah, I got to buy a bunch of LED lights and do something cool in the background instead of my white door. <laughs> what about me? I've got yellow and gray painted stripes because this <laughs> used to be the girl's bedroom. And it's, uh, I think it's actually Jordan's room first. So the, the colors are intentionally. Uh, gender neutral, but kid likes. Nice. There you go. Um, I'll just put a big green screen behind me and I'll put something, I'll put like a something in the background. Um, for me, are you good? Are you done? I think I've had enough, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm still watching uh, For All Mankind. Caught up with that one, but I've not, I've, I've, I'm still on Monarch, but I haven't caught up since the last time we talked. Too much stuff going on um, with Belize and all. Uh, and then I I'm I just got this today in the mail from Amazon, so I haven't started reading it yet. And it's your buddy. Look at that guy. My buddy. <laughs> I have nothing against him. I recognize that he is he is uh, rock royalty, right? Like he's a legend. He's a legend. I, I'm really, I have full uh, respect for him and Rush. Uh, My F in Life by Getty Lee. And coincidentally, he's got a show on Paramount Plus that I'm going to watch now about bass players. That he goes and talks to bass players, so I can't watch. He's got a four episode documentary, um, and he's touring the country right now, doing questions and answers to this book, which I wish where he'd sign the book and and all that stuff. So, looking forward to reading it. Um, he's a uh, his family was Holocaust survivors, so there's a lot of stuff going on in there. Holy shit! Um, yeah, his mom and his dad um, both you know tattooed everything. Um, Wow. So there's a lot of stuff going on. I, I can't wait to read it. I've seen a couple of the uh, – yeah, on YouTube, you can find those talks, you know, uh, where he talks about the book. And he's been on many many shows, you know, that that 
through YouTube, you can find talk shows and what he's been on. And I've watched about four of them. Um, but he answers a lot of the same questions because people always ask you the same questions. So, you, you know, right. is your name really Getty? No, no, it's really because of my mom's accent. My friends used to make fun of me. So, but he has legally changed it to Getty. It is now. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's my, my geek this week. Nice. That's like I said, that's pretty cool. You just got it, so you haven't even read it. No, no, I'm I'm gonna start it. Uh, I'm gonna start it. You know what was funny is I, uh, I I brought my book with me to to Belize to read Lord of the Rings. I didn't read a. I, I had no time. I didn't read one thing. But at night when I tried to fall asleep, they had some kind of cable, and I got to listen to Spanish Lord of the Rings. Uh, oh, two towers. Real? Two towers was on. Yeah. <laughs> But the brother, kiss get a dia, Frodo. What? What? It <laughs> <laughs> uh, was good. Uh, you know what else is good? Patreon. Patreon's been good to us, and you guys have been great to us. And if you'd like to check out patreon.com slash carbercast to throw something in a little tip jar to keep this thing afloat, well, it's going to go anyways, like I said. But if you'd like to help us out, check it out at patreon.com slash carbercast. Michael. Joe. So a friend of mine, somehow this got on TV. I don't know how, what happened. It was just happened to be on my TV. Uh, I watched and you watched the documentary, A Disturbance in the Force. Um, director Jeremy Kuhn, Steve Kozak. I have the IMDb page up. I haven't, uh, you know, I don't know these things perfectly, but uh it's a documentary on how and why this thing was made. And man, is it bad? Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. So have you actually seen? Yes. Okay. As a kid, I remember it thoroughly. See, you're much, much, much older than I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but seriously. I think I saw it as a kid. Like and I, you're not so sure now after seeing all the weird shit that's in there. No, no, like I, there are things I remember, but I don't know if I, like obviously, been, I've been a Star Wars fan for a long time, so I think I saw it as a kid, but I was I only would have been just just five, like five, like two months after my fifth birthday. It was so. it seventy eight? Right. Correct, and I was born in October seventy three. So all that to say, <laughs> uh. I think I saw it as a kid, but I don't really remember it all that well because at five, you know, you see things, it's cool, but it doesn't really like, it takes a couple, couple, three more years before you start actually remembering stuff. I really remember the, the, um, mod stuff, the Arthur stuff. I don't recall any of that. I don't recall Harvey Corman. And so now, now I question myself. I'm like, do I actually remember it or do I just know some of the famous clips from it so mm-hmm. i want to say i think i remember it but i i don't know that i've seen it since then i know like i've been going to comic book cons for years and i know for the longest time you know you could buy it on vhs but i was like you can find it on youtube i think too now i've looked on youtube and i think They're all taken down disney yeah or lucasfilm gets them shut down all the time, mm. all the time. Um, but I, I like this documentary because 
for, for anyone that hasn't actually seen the Star Wars holiday special from 78, but you're curious, I'd say to start with this documentary. You know what's nice about the documentary, and I don't mean to speak over you, is that they didn't disparage it that much. It's just like, look, it's bad, but it was of its time. Like This is what people, you know, TV was in a weird spot. And, um, you know, the basis of it is like you were in between Star Wars and Empire. And there, a guy said it in there. I don't know who it was. I don't know. There's a ton of people in here. Um, he said, this is like Star Wars 1.5. It didn't know what it was going to be yet. The world was talking about it. And it didn't, you know, Empire wasn't out. It was the bridge. To, and back then, the marketing back then, there was no social media. You had to somehow keep it. You wanted to keep it top of mind is what they were right. trying to do. So, um, Right. Nowadays, marketing is completely different. There's all kinds of social media campaigns and all this stuff. They released. I mean, before, if you wanted to see a trailer. You have to go to the movies, guys. And it was showed after the film, right? Uh, not when we grew up. That's why it's called a preview now, but people still say trailer. Right, um, but they used to come after the film, way back in the day. Before us, though. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, before the us. Point, the point is, yeah. if you wanted to see a, a preview, right, you had to go to the theater and watch yeah. a movie. Just like they – not that long ago, dude, because people paid tickets to see freaking – uh, what what the hell was that? Hey, Joe Black. Yeah, to see the Star Wars Phantom Menace preview. Right. Well, that's that, well, I hate to break it to you, Joe. That was still like twenty four years ago. Yeah, I know, but it was also years. the first digitally re- released one. Right True. after that, True. They, they did digitally release it. That was the that was what I mean. That was the line of demarcation. Right, but like now, like we were just talking about the Dune trailer. When they come out, they're on YouTube instantly. Boom, we watch them within minutes of them debuting. But you're right. right. I remember, I, I say this back in the day, but I used to, I used to have a shortcut to QuickTime.com. That's right. Because if you wanted to see trailers that are fantastic, and they were all great, there. You'd go there. That was before yep. YouTube, right? Yeah, it was uh, Apple had a, Apple had something. Even know what they had, they had YouTube and didn't do anything with it. Well, yeah, QuickTime could have been something, but that's a whole other topic. Yeah. So the point is, you're right. Back in the day. You, you couldn't, you know, do like even like a drip campaign, right? Right. Like, and plus Star Wars was so new. Yes, there were big movies back in the day. We're talking like, you know, Gone with the Wind and other such films, right? But the real first summer blockbuster. Jaws. Was Jaws. Yep. But then the second, like what started this whole cycle, you start with Jaws and then Star Wars. And then it went from there, and now you know every every freaking studio has their tent poles that they're going to put out every summer. But Star Wars was the first like one out of the gate that said, "Okay, this is the plan," right? And you saw that in the documentary too, where they had uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was he was a film student with Lucas, and he was basically he became their marketing genius, right? And he was one that said, "Let's put this together." So again. I know it took us a while to get there, but I'm trying to say is I agree with your point that it is 100% of its time. Yeah, they admitted it was shit. But yeah, at, at the time, TV was about uh, variety shows. And like, I didn't know Bruce Valanche was the writer on here. Neither did I. I had no clue. None. Like, how did I not, not know that? But I've seen that guy in like Hollywood Squares a billion times. Like, I thought he was some comedian that never made it. No, he's... Uh, He's a well-known comedy writer. Like uh, I think when uh, 
there's a whole book or a movie called Get Bruce. Yeah. When you need someone to punch up dialogue for you, you call him. He was he was the guy to call. So, but you're right. They actually showed examples of other variety shows. They're like, you know, like you said, it is of its time. Uh, they showed the one that kind of inspired it, the Donnie Marie thing they did. God, that is awful. Oh, my God. But they also showed some other variety specials. You're like, that's even worse. So you're right. It's of its time. That's how you promoted things in the mid to late 70s. Things are different now. So you can look at it through that lens that things are different now. And so maybe it's embarrassing now. But at the time, the old school, you know, big wigs in entertainment. This is what you got to do. You got to keep it in people's minds. I mean, come on. I mean, some people in this, like if you go through the list, I've got the list here on IMDb. Uh, I thought Gilbert Gottfried died for some reason. I'm like, I thought he did, but Gilbert Gottfried's a... He did uh, die, didn't he? I don't know. He's in this documentary. Well, okay. They could have filmed it over. I don't know how old, but I don't know. I thought he did, but maybe he, I could be wrong. Um, but you got somebody, if you know a little bit about Star Wars, if you know who Kyle Newman is. You know who Kyle Newman is? I should. I feel like I should. He's the director of Fanboys. Yes, yes, yes. Fanboys, uh, that's the movie where the guy has a terminal disease and they go off to Skywalker Ranch to... To see the Phantom Menace. Yes. Yeah. Based on um, a true story. And uh, Adam Goldberg is a writer. Chris, well, Chris, Kristen yeah. Bell's in it. Uh, so... Yeah. Uh, anyways, he's he's part of this, so he knows. He's you can tell he's a, a, a fan guy. Um, I mean, you well, got so many people in here. Did Adam Goldberg the, create the Goldbergs TV show too? Yeah, yeah. Which, he also produced this documentary. <laughs> nice. So uh, he's a legit fan. Oh, one hundred percent, he's a legit fan. Um, so all that stuff you see in the the Goldbergs, where he's talking about, it, he's like, you know making fun of it. I think it was even, there's a shot of the Goldbergs in there where they're talking about lumpy and itchy. Couldn't you spend 10 more seconds on names? <laughs> right. Well, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, that young, that youngest son in the Goldbergs, that's supposed, basically supposed to be him. Right? Him, yeah. And uh, that fucking grandpa, that's like the scariest looking creature ever. And then he's getting off to, with that what? head thing on. What the fuck was that? That's the weirdest shit, bit. dude. 70s were weird. They were that weird. That was TV. not child appropriate. No, well, you don't, kids don't know. Well, I get it. I mean, I don't know. Diane Cannon getting off on a. Yeah, Diane Cannon. Sorry, I said Carol. Diane Cannon. Yeah. Let me be your fantasy. What the fuck? <laughs> it was bizarre. Then you get the whole Boba Fett video, which is on Disney Plus. I think you can watch that. Yeah, I think they put just that bit out there. Yeah. It's not, it's not Boba Fett, though. It's like the. I can't remember the name of it now, but it's in the. And it talks about it in Disturbance of the Force. Um, but I mean, I like how they got a voice guy to do George Lucas for the claymation stuff. It's, it sounded just like him. Whoever did that guy's voice was great. Yeah, there was that one reenactment. I'm like, it sounds just like George. Yeah. So, and they found old footage that they're at least allowed to use of, of people talking, like the opening uh, where Harrison Ford's getting interviewed by Conan. And he's like, no, shaking his head. No, it didn't happen. The sad thing is, he had probably a good story. 
it just got fucked up through the process because about getting, you know, Chewie back home and having a life. Like, it's really a smart Christmas story. Like, okay, life day, let's do a Christmas over there. Get, you know, family together. Um, and he had Wolf McQuarrie draw stuff. Like, there was, there was some things going on that probably could have been interesting. Uh, but right. clearly it didn't, didn't well, really work. Number one, Lucas had to move on to continue the creative process for creating the whole world of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Um, but on top of that, I mean, let's face it. Uh, CBS 1978 TV budget was not going to do justice to Star Wars. It just wasn't. But even, <laughs> even, <laughs> excuse me, even then... They had a, they were they said they were at one point five million for the show, and they were going over. I'm like, well, that sounds like a lot to me back then. What, yeah. what, what did it cost to make? Was it what was the price of Star Wars budget? Twelve. I think so. I have to look that up. Well, and it reminds me too. What what else came out? What was it? Seventy eight. Um, the original Battlestar Galactica. Which I bring that up because... Oh, TV show, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a TV show, but I, I bring that up because they tried to do Star Wars on TV. And I remember watching it and thinking, man, these space battles are so good. But then you watch... Yeah, the sorry, 11 million. Later. 11 million. Okay. But but you watch those Battlestar Galactica space battles later. Well, it's just the same shot over and over. It's the same three or four scenes yeah. played over and over because yeah. they couldn't afford to do it again. Right. And you're like, well, okay, that makes sense. And that's So they had, they had almost... 20% the budget for a film. Yeah. From, for a TV show and they pissed it away and maybe, you know, actor and fucking uh, Jefferson Starship. Hey, Starship's in their name. Why don't we get that? Right. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. There were some, but again, I, I keep going back to, like you said, it's up. It's time. It's, it's, seems it's just what it was. Right. And I go back to what I said at the beginning. If you haven't seen or don't have a copy of the Star Wars Holiday Special. I don't have a copy, by the way. Neither do I. I should get one. I, I could probably get one if I wanted. And I, I I probably should watch it again just to see how fucking awful it is. I don't know if I want to. But here's the thing. This documentary, I think, gives you a taste. And I think you make a good point in that. Maybe I don't need to see it. Maybe I've seen enough. Just let it be. Now I I don't know where they got their copies. I don't Well, all those guys are fanboys, so they had they probably use their own. Right. Well, it was interesting. So when Seth Green um was doing the, you know, the uh robot chicken stuff. Right. And they said, Come on in and you are you have full access to our library. And he's like <laughs> they brought all the writers in and said, All right. We're going to watch the holiday special. We're going to see who can last the longest. Oh, my God. That's great. But so Lucas has it, right? Oh, yeah. Well, Lucasfilm owns it now, not George. That's fine. I guess. Maybe. Maybe CBS owns it. Maybe it's not even a Lucasfilm thing. No, I think it's owned by Lucasfilm because they mentioned that, you know, they went and they had full access to their library. I have to agree. I don't remember who said it, but I agree. They should release it. I think they should lean into it. Why? Because when you say, no, you can't watch this, we don't want you to see this. But, the, but part of the journey is if you go find it for yourself, I'm not, I'm not a release it, go find it. 
If you want to find it out, like go seek it out. I say lean into it. They're already Disney they're already making references to it. Like even in the first episode of The Mandalorian. More than references, they sell life days shit at Disney. Yeah, now they do. Yeah. But like in The Mandalorian, you know, that, that first they, uh, why don't they remake it? Oh God. Oh God. No, when was the last time like, like, anyone made a variety show? No, like figure out a life story. Like not not remake it, but not a variety show. Like figure out what that original script that Lucas wanted to do. Maybe they'd do something. That'd be interesting. Well, give Filoni with better I'll do it. with with better costumes. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. I I disagree. I I think they should lean into it. Like just lean into the cheese, know what it is, just let it out. One one thing though, I do want to say. So we're talking about Filoni and, and you know Favreau and all that. Yeah, there's a scene. So in the in the debut of Boba Fett, that's cartoon, and he's not even the right colors and blah blah blah. And we now it's been retconned that it's not actually Boba Fett, but when we were kids, that was Boba Fett, and he had that gun with the fork. What do you mean? He was Boba Fett in the cartoon. Yes, what I'm saying that now, but didn't haven't haven't they retconned that now that that cartoon is not necessarily Boba Fett or something? I don't know. No, no, he says I'm Boba Fett in the fucking cartoon. Okay, it's not he is him. Okay, but he's got that tuning fork rifle. Yeah, that they put in the Mando. Right. So there's that clip of Favreau with Lucas on set, and Favreau is. Freaking fanboying. Yeah. Like, did you see that? Did you see that? You see that? Like what? Yeah, we got that rifle just like from the Star Wars, the holiday special. We got that. That's canon, right? And Lucas is like, no. Uh, no, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you got <laughs> I mean, Fabro, 100%. You know, he, he starts looking professional, but you just see the shift where he fanboys yeah. the fuck out. And Lucas, Lucas is like, no. I won't acknowledge it at all. <laughs> it was so great. It's so great. Definitely worth the watch. It was about an hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes, something like that. Hour and a half. Yeah. I. Uh, so you had told me you watched it, and I was like, well, I got to watch it now. I got to check this out. Um, I saw it was on Amazon, and I had shipping credits. So oh, I was it? it? Is that yep. how you found it? You can rent it, or did you buy I it? it? I rented it. It was way too much to buy. It was four ninety nine to rent. I said, I have five dollars in shipping credits. Sold, <laughs> free. So, yeah, it's on Amazon. Um, I think it's also on Voodoo. Apple, I'm sure any any place. Apple Plus, a lot of those places where you can rent. It's not on Google, which I wish it was, because I've got like seventeen dollars in Google credits. You and- better spend it because they're closing that store down. I know. Well, I no, no, the, sometime. The Google Play or whatever. It's all gonna be go. Don't, folks. PSA number three. Don't buy into any Google ecosystem. They never support it. Judas Priest, isn't that the truth? I could do a whole podcast on that. There's many of them out there. I just got the alert on my uh, Google podcast app that uh, this will be dying and coming April. <laughs> Fuck you. Apple's going to pull Michael in with Apple Plus then. Well, the funny thing is, for the longest time, I was like, you know, what if I wanted to get out of the Google podcasting app you couldn't export mm. to opml you couldn't export you could import but you couldn't export now you can export because they want you to get the fuck out 
Well, what what other podcasters are there for you? Pocket Cast is good. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. But that's a whole other topic. Back to Star Wars. It's, I don't know. I, I keep coming back to it. And I know I'm repeating myself. If you're curious and you haven't seen it, you got to watch this documentary because it's like you said, I, it's not so much reverential. I mean, mm. there are some some of the fans that say, you know what? It's Star Wars. I wanted to see it. I don't think anyone says it's good. <laughs> no, no, nobody says it's good. It's just, you know, I, I can sit and watch Pat Oswalt talk about this shit all the time. He's in there, but it's just, it just, just a big, big mistake. I mean, the dumbing down of Darth Vader yes. and the stuff, the Dan, you know, um, you know, Darth Vader and Chewie hanging out in one of the shots. <laughs> like, like, no. like arm and arm. Like what, what the hell yeah. is that? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, what we know now is not what it was. And that's why I really like that guy's at the, it's, I think it's at the beginning that it's basically star Wars 1.5. They didn't know what was going on. They didn't know this phenomenon was going to happen. Lucas didn't know that that movie was going to be good. Um, Harrison Ford said he thought it was going to be good for kids. Not like what it turned out to be. And uh, look where we're at. You know, we're 40 some years later. Ripping about the 45, 45 years later that ripping about the uh, Christmas show that was terrible on CBS. But a whole documentary about it. And it's, it's still out there. And go go see it. If it. Give yourself a little Christmas special, a little, little something to watch instead of Charlie Brown's Christmas all the time. Again, on Apple Plus uh, for Charlie Brown's Christmas. That's right. It's only on Apple Plus now. These sons of bitches. No, you can watch it free over the weekend. Apple Plus? Hmm? For Charlie Brown. They give it free every year at Christmas for kids to watch it. Good. So, yeah, it's free um, this weekend, I think. Uh, but, yeah, I mean... Give it a watch, folks, and tell, me what, tell, tell us what you think. Where, where, where can they tell us what they think, Michael? Well, if you have watched A Disturbance in the Force, let us know what you think. You can find us on Twitter, Threads, and Instagram at KyberCast. Or if Facebook is more your jam, we have a group and a page at the KyberCast. And if you'd really like to help out the show, make sure you smash that subscribe button. Uh, make sure you tell a friend about the show. They can find us in pretty much any podcatcher out there except for Google's pretty soon. Um, sad but true. Sad but true. But they can also always find our stuff at kybercast.com. All of our shows are streaming there. You can listen from day one to our first horrible one to this one here, 199, our, our 199th horrible uh, podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, that being said, I want I want to kind of speak here because we are here at December fourteenth. <clears throat> We've got a lot of stuff going on. There might be a small, there will be a small hiatus for the show, a few weeks. Michael and I are going to talk about how we can make number two hundred something a little more special than just two idiots. Maybe we'll get four or five idiots involved. Uh, I think I think we got to go to YouTube. I, I think the year of YouTube for us uh, is 2024. Michael and I have been talking about it. Um, again, we don't have great sets. We're not cool. We don't have LED lights flashing. Now, if I was back in my other house, it would be cool because I don't, that was all set up. I had at least something in the background. Now I got a closet door behind me. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're making money on this podcast. No oh yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. So we're getting close to our 200th episode. If you'd like to, you know, 
Talk to us about what you want on there. Maybe as a fan, you want to be on the show. I don't know. We can do that too. Michael and I will talk. So reach out on social media um, and, and let us know what you think. But uh, I don't know, Michael, anything else? Yeah, I think, uh, well, just this hiatus. Are we talking uh, sometime after the first of the year then? Yeah, I think so. That's fine. I, yeah. I think that's a great idea. I think it. I think for our 200th episode, like you noted, it's worth doing something special. Yeah, and quite honestly, there's not much happening between now and then. Um, there might be some news here and there. But you, you can also watch Michael's um, uh, Geek This Week, his special show, his, his uh, Christmas special of the Kyra cast, so to speak. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, Christmas <laughs> special. Tell you what. There's two episodes out right now of our Geek This Week to fill in the gap of this show not being out there. Uh, every week this show's not on, I'll release at least another episode. How about that? There you go. There you go. Michael will make sure you're all contented in. Um, I was going to say one more thing. Oh, have a great Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Have a great New Year. Um, I hope everybody gets what they want. Um, but more importantly, I hope you get to see the people you want to see. So I know I'm going to miss my kids because we're not going to see them this Christmas and it's bumming me out. Um, but, you know, it's just a day. We'll find another day to see him. Um, but if you're listening, boys, we miss you. Aw. Yeah. They're choking me up. That's very sweet. They don't listen. They don't give a fuck. No, fuck, fuck them then. <laughs> fuck them. That's fuck right. them kids. That's right. So, yeah. Um, anything else, Michael? No, you said something very touching. Uh, I just want to say I'm looking forward to I feel bad now saying this. Uh, two of our three kids are home. I'm. Really, I was really looking forward. I am really looking forward to spending yes. time with them yeah. over the holidays. But now it feels like I'm rubbing <laughs> salt in your wound. So no, it's all good. I, I think kids. Well, just realize it's not about the presents, not about that bullshit. Just see the people you want to see. You know, be with the people you want to be with. And uh, life's too short to mess around because you never know when we get into a civil war here in the United States. Wow. I don't know if it's a really good holiday movie, but I might have to see it during the holiday. It looks so no, scary. it doesn't come out until this April, I think. Oh, good. Thank God. Doesn't seem like a good Yeah, that's not a holiday movie. It's not a holiday release. It's like Love Actually and Civil War. It's like the Oppenheimer Barbie thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're going to try and do that. Uh, all right. That's enough. So we will be back. We'll take a hiatus. Um, a season, if you will. We never really have stopped for seasons, but we, we, we won't. But this will be a, a small hiatus for the holidays. And um, until uh, next time, this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.